You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market, and Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Union 0430, episode 103. We have Mr. Real Geese, Craig Mintz, on with us tonight. Uh, it's going to be a good show. We haven't had Craig on for a while, so um, we got lots to talk about. But listen, if you're watching this, if you're listening on the podcast or watching it on YouTube or, or however, listen, please follow, subscribe, ring the bell, like it, all of that stuff. It really means the world to us. And we're really starting and share. Yeah. We're really starting to see our numbers climb a little bit and we want to keep this forward momentum going. And we can't thank you guys and girls enough for all of the support you've given us over the last little bit. Um, In fact, we just had, I just let Dave know today, the last 30 days, we've had over a thousand downloads. And this is so from the, the 6th of June till the 6th of July, um, over a thousand downloads of, uh, of episodes. So this is our first month for hitting that. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and if you're, if you're not aware, um, myself and Jeff Coates just launched a new show on Tuesday, just called the PMP podcast. Um, we've had a lot of great feedback from you guys so far on that. So please um, continue to give us feedback with that. Here we are, the Union 0430, episode 103. We got Dave up in Concordon, Phil down in Port Perry, Ryan, who you can't see right now, but he's down in Nova Scotia. Mark, I don't know where he is. He said it, he could be here. He may not be. We don't know. But coming to us all the way from the great state of Ohio, Ohio, Ohio is, Ohio is uh, Mr. Craig Mintz from Real Geese. Craig, welcome to the show, and I've got to get this added away and say it right now. Buddy, we cannot thank you enough, and, and I don't think we, we tell you uh, often enough how, how appreciative Dave and I are of, of Real Geese and, and the fact that you jumped on board the show, and we're really starting to see some growth, and, and that is in large part due to, to you, so just wanted to make sure I got that out there before we get too far going into the show, Dave. No. And, and, and it's, um, you know, not a problem uh, at all. You know, those are the kinds of things that we want to do. We want to help, uh, you know, help shows and help these little guys. We were once a little guy and, and mm-hmm. we know that, that, you know, it doesn't grow without partners and it doesn't grow without good people. And, you know, that's what we're about. And, and was it, like I said, since the very beginning, this show is that it's perfect. You know, it, it, there is no changes. I don't want to change. I don't if anybody ever asked me if I had had anything to, to, to adjust it or say, hey, why don't we do this? No, it's perfect. It's like I said, it's it's what, you know, if you get um, a bunch of guys in a cabin and you had a microphone and you told them it was being recorded, this is what you'd get. You wouldn't, you know, it's not edited. It's not this. Oh, we're going to talk, make sure we talk about this, but we can't talk mm-hmm. about this. No, it's, I mean, that's not what we have. I mean, I, I like that unedited, raw, fun, you know, and if you get off course, that's that's the point of having interviews. It's fun because yeah, awesome. you've learned something about one another normally when you get off course. 
Well, to be fair, like sometimes Damien does say, Dave, don't say that. And then we say it anyways. Yeah, yeah and then we then say, we say it, it anyways. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody, I'm not sure if everybody knows this. Uh, I, I would hope that they do. But Craig and his awesome team at Real Geese came together and put out this Punisher pack for us. Um, there it is. Dave's got the box right there. Dave's got the sample. Um, so actually, you know what, Dave, why don't you, why don't you do a little talk about it and, and just talk about what you see from it just by having your hands on it. and listen, have, have some patience with Dave, everybody. Cause he's one, one, he's the one arm bandit bandit right now. So uh, just, you know just what? bear with him. It, it's a good price point way to get into some of these decoys. Um, we got this shadow series. They're a nice dark decoy. They're going to be a great complement to any spread. And that's what I liked about it is when we started talking about it, it's like, okay, where do we go? Like, what do we do here? And, and this is just, it's a good affordable way to get some dark contrast into the back of your spread. Um, and it, yeah. And Craig, you kind of came up with the pack, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of a no brainer. It was, um, you know, we kind of did a blend, um, you know, and we've had some guys like yourself have said, "Hey, we really like these poses and these poses. You can't, you got to buy both packs." And it just kind of fit perfectly with when you know you guys kind of put it all together. We kind of just said, "Hey, why don't we do this?" Um, that way, you know, it's kind of a, a mesh between all of us putting our heads together and, and, and it didn't, you know, didn't make anything. We didn't have to spend a long time, you know, doing this and doing that, making the boxes. Everything was perfect. It fell into place really easily. So it was, you know, kind of a, a no brain situation to let's do this. Um, you know, and it's going to be only available at Canadian waterfowlers at Pat with Pat, um, and on our website, um, so either one, we have Canada, United States hooked up. So if you're in either one of the places, you can have your access to these, um, you know, and, uh, we can hopefully at that point, I know Pat, uh, has already ordered some and it's, uh, should be on a truck or it's already on its way there. So, um, and I know we just got done packing out about 200 dozen of them. Um, so they will be on a shelf ready to go and we should ship same day as long as you get it in before noon, one o'clock um type thing or um you know normally if it's by then we can normally get it out is, is there a punisher sticker in every pack and a real geese sticker there is a punisher sticker in every pack there is a real geese sticker in every pack and they're um on the next sets of them uh there will be the real geese uh coasters as well which i'm sure we can probably Ooh. worry on these uh punisher coasters we'll have to worry about that Ooh. buddy that's so hilarious that you brought up these coasters because last night ryan sends sends us a picture of the of what you put on social media of the coasters yep. and he's like why haven't we ever thought about coasters how have we never ever thought about doing coasters the two, great, the two greatest circular logos in the history of the water <laughs> and only one of them has a coaster i don't understand it <laughs> I, I have a coaster oh look that's a pv that's a pvc patch it's not a coaster it, it is but it's round <laughs> and it, it does the job can. it does the job what it, and I stumbled upon it on accident. Um, you know, we, we've been making this material or we don't make it. We actually just print on it for a customer. And um, the customer had some a bad sort of run that wouldn't affect anything else but this part of it. And, you know, for me, I'm like, man, I really need um, I, I really need to figure out what we can do with the rest of this. Mm-hmm. And it just 
we were doing these stick, we were doing more stickers because we do about 5,000 to 10,000 of the Real Geese Circle logos a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we put multiples in each pack or we give them away and, and just going to shows, things like that. So we were running those. And one of my guys is like, why don't we cut these in a circle and make them a coaster? They're exactly like this. So it's the, the ball started rolling and, and it's con- going to continue. And over the past 24 hours, we're at probably two or 3000 of these things um, that we've sold. So it's a good thing. And we have plenty of material. So I'm sure there'll be some Punisher stickers uh, and, and coasters uh, heading up to Canada here soon. That's crazy. I love it. I love it. I, di- I did want to circle back a bit and um, we'd be a little bit remiss to say that that Pat Hendricks didn't get involved in, in the planning of the of the Punisher pack as well. He had uh, him and Ryan had uh, a little bit of uh, input in how they wanted to do it and, and for the Canadian side, what they think the customers wanted. So uh, between all of us, we came together. I think we uh, we put out a, a, a fabulous package. Um, I know Rocky Stockdale from River Rat um decoy rigs he got his hands on it uh, fairly quickly i think about a week and a half ago or so he had his hands and uh, and he done a, a a pretty good review um he put it up on on his social media that i i thought was really good so uh so yeah the word's getting out there craig buddy and and hopefully that 200 dozen you got on your on your shelf uh flies off and you got to print up another 200 dozen uh to its suite uh, at yeah. least I, at least we hope so anyways yeah and i'm and i'm sure they will i think that with our backing and, and your guys's backing and, and the ability to to make these decoys in a lower budget part of it that's the great thing about it is is you don't have to spend 300 dollars on or 250 dollars on on a dozen of decoys mm-hmm. you know you could have a you know a good two dozen deals and and be that's a lot of decoys for just a small spread or just like he, you know you know dave said you're adding to that back part of it to add that contrast um it's been a huge seller for us um off site you know a lot of people like these black and whites um and and it's been a number number one seller over the past three years so um you know we're we're selling them consistently uh matter of fact uh, before i got on the phone and got on here i sold uh, 150 dozen to just a, a random guy out in montana um in in that, that that happens regularly um that because of the price point people believe that you know i can make a huge spread for a lot less money and i'm able to carry them i don't need to take a a 40 foot tag trailer you know i can take uh, my wife's prius and drive down the road with a bag and and throw it in there and let's go hunting now and one thing i want to talk about is like how thin these things are but they're still like super super durable right like were you saying the last time you were on there's like four times the amount of plastic in one of these than a regular yeah, so the, plastic. Yeah. So normal form, uh, four millimeter, um, which is all, you know, that's one thing that, you know, the States is still struggling to grasp a hold of is the, the metric system. So the four millimeters is what we normally is our standard. Um, but that's a two millimeter, um, oh, material, wow. but we've taken the amount of plastic per inch in the two mil or four millimeter and shoved it in the two millimeter um it's not easy to do it's not something i would recommend somebody trying to go going out and try to duplicate because good luck um but it's something that we were able to develop uh through some special processes um and and it ended up working you know working exactly so like that gives that durability but it also allows us to go two millimeter which gives you the lightness that that you're looking for 
Yeah, absolutely. Dave's a big Dave's a big fan right now because it's the only decoy in the market he can put in the ground with one arm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you That's seen those burn. videos of the guys like throwing them like a nunchuck down in the ground, like a tomahawk <laughs> throw? Yeah, yeah. just, just pull. Yeah, damn. That's yeah. uh. That's wicked. Okay, buddy. Um, you know what would be great, though? What? Is if there was, like, some camps coming up. Or Sorry, did I say plural camps? That's weird. Oh, but, like, yeah, but like, like two or one. If more. there was, like, a one of them was, like, a – Yeah, well. Yeah, you can't anyway, even talk camp, about that. Oh, man. Oh, no, you can because – You can. Yeah, you can yeah, talk yeah. all you want because uh, this show doesn't come out until, until Monday. So, yeah. This is the week. This is the weakest segue I've ever experienced in this podcast. <laughs> for the record, again. Yeah. So, like, if we, we did like a time. goose camp yes, and we had true, a whole bunch film. of whole bunch of real geese at it, that'd be mm. pretty cool, wouldn't it? Huh. Yeah. Well, something, to something to think about. For those that follow real geese on the Webernet, there was uh, some new vivid decoys that were just posted. Uh, so mm-hmm. this show gets aired Monday. So like the other day, so last Thursday, which is actually technically today, the Jedi mind fuck people. But yeah, Craig, you need to order up some of them vivids. Well, you no, know, you don't. No, you don't have to order up vivids, Phil. You need to order up Punisher packs. How about yeah. I get Pun- Punisher vivids? Vividly oh, Punisher. <laughs> well, and Craig, that's something I wanted to know is like, we kind of got a few sneak peeks of this vivid stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I, I understand like the different materials, right? And the different printing processes. But when you make different poses, how does that process go? Like, it's a like, nightmare, take, to be honest with you. It looks like because I'm thinking like it, it's not like you can just take a picture of one of these birds and just be like, okay, we'll make it a two dimensional and print it, right? Like you put a lot of work into making just one pose. Are you yeah, are you bringing up the point of when we first started talking about the Punisher pack? And I was saying to Craig, I was like, I'm gonna go snap some pictures of poses no, no, and no, I'll no. send them to you. And then Craig was like, Well, it's not that easy. And I, I get what you're. I see what you're doing, Dave. I see. I wasn't even going to bring that up at all. I just found like <laughs> as soon as as soon as Craig sent us that picture of him yeah. designing a new pose, and I thought, man, that's that's just a lot of work. And yeah, that's why I was kind of asking how that. Yeah, it, it's a lot of work. Um, you know, I, I work with a lot of really good photographers. Work with a lot of people that um, are really good with cameras. And so my my resources are going out and trying to locate. Um, I know I, I took these this next vivid. Um, there's six poses, all unique um, to the real geese family. And I went through over 225 photos to get six. Um, wow. And that's trying to get them all from the same angle at the same light, um, you know, on the same day. Um, so at one point I had five of them and I had four of them and then I'm like, great, great, great. Well, then I couldn't find this one. And I'm like, man, so then I was going to another one and then it was another day. And then, you know, you're trying to get this one and you're trying to get a century, you're trying to get a feeder. And, and it's just, there's a lot of that. Once we settle on about 12 to eight different birds, uh, it goes into the Photoshopping where we really just remove the background, um, remove the background, print them. Um, and then once the re- the background's removed and we like them, now we have to color correct them, you know? So, you know, if they got, you know, the belly that turns green um, or, or gets the off color white, what you really want to do is, is just 
Photoshop all that white. Try to get that cheek white. Try to get those, you know, those colors vivid um, and get the colors the way they're supposed to be. Because your photo on your, your camera, your photo in, on some lens um, on a day, the some of the imaging starts turning pink. It starts turning some colors that you don't want in a decoy. So now you got to get rid of those. Mm -hmm. um, once you do that, then you're starting to look at, okay, now I got to size them. You know, because every photo is taken from a different distance, which then creates a different size bird, which then you got to blow it up differently. So then it turns into this, you know, um, I can tell you this vivid we've spent, we started working on it in March and I'm just now where I'm at. Now, mind you, it's not consistent work on it, you know, the whole time and, and doing all those. But, you know, it is a lot of work every day of being able to print, checking the color, changing the colors you know, and going and removing stuff, you know, and, and just as simple as the neck, you know, you take the pictures of, of some of the geese, you get some of that sheen, you see the feathering glare on their neck because of the black. Um, and you don't want that. So you got to delete that. So, but then it just becomes a bigger challenge of what many people think it is. People think you just go out with an iPhone, take a picture of a goose in a park. And then, and there are some companies out there that do that, but that reflects on some of the product that they have. Um, and I think that we've taken that to another level, being able to do that. Um, we've actually upgraded some machinery and being able to print some different colors. Um, our gamut has grown. Um, at one point, we were only at a six color. So you were at uh, basically blue, yellow, black, and magenta to mix any of the colors. Now we have those plus the light colors of all of those. So now we have light cyan blue. We have light magenta, magenta, light yellow, yellow, and, and black and light black. So you get a better gamut and you get a better looking decoy than what we've could have, we've could produce previously. And now we're at a point where I believe that, um, and we've been asked for it for many years. I think it's time for us to really put out a digital decoy um, that competes on the economic stage. Mm -hmm. Craig, with all the different poses for all your decoys, you guys have like a standard to what type of poses you want more of or less of in your packs? Or uh, is it something that you guys give a lot of thought to yet? Or yeah, we do, but we don't because a lot of it depends on how we can. I mean, if you have a bunch of them that are alerts, you know, that's why we made the, you know, the upright pack, you know, that, you know, kind of having that if you wanted to mix those in, you can do that. But it also depends on the materials. So we're only, you know, really getting a certain size material um, and you've got to sort of nest these. So if you can think of all the birds kind of mixed in and I can, you know, try to, you know, we got this bird, you know, sitting there like this on the sheet. And then we have this bird, you know, kind of like this in the sheet. So you try to fit as many birds as you can within one sheet. And when you do that, what that creates is a cheaper bird for everybody because you're using less material, mm -hmm. um, which is our integrated, our, 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 basically our wire provides us to do that. We don't have to go through the flutes. So all of our birds don't need to run vertical. So we can run our flutes any direction. Now you go to the mag lights, you go to the pro twos. It doesn't matter the direction because it's a solid sheet. Mm -hmm. but you also longer those necks become on those it becomes a little bit more of a problem when we start cutting those out because we're afraid of when you impact those you're talking tonnage of, of pressure to be able to cut that um, and so if there's a sharp neck or a sharp beak or a sharp something it's sometimes a problem 
So you kind of got to balance it of, okay, well, we have a nice alert. Oh, we have, um, you know, a feeder in this one that's a long neck. Um, but we also know that there's a lot of people that will buy a Pro 2. They'll buy uh, a Mag Light and they'll buy a Shadow. So now you have all over the board. So we try to understand that many people will buy all different options. So we don't want, you know, six of six, this and this one, six of this one and this one, six of this and this one. It might be two feeders, two alerts, sentries, however it may be in one, in one pack. And the next one might completely different. So there's a lot that goes to it, but a lot of it is dictated by the material and how we want it to package um, as well, how it goes in boxes, because long necks are a pain in the butt to, to package. Are the, uh... Oh, he's, he's mid-conversation there, Dave. Sorry, oh, this... um, I got my little ones running around outside. Yeah, that's all good, buddy. That's, that's what it's all about, right? And the little <laughs> yeah. ones are getting into the yep. racing. They're loving that racing, aren't they? Yeah, they're starting to. Starting to. Uh, what were you going to say, Dave? I kind of forget. A well, that, okay. So, so, yeah. So, I did want to bring that up the number nine car. Um, and I did want to, I did want to talk about a little bit about, I wish I could watch it, but it's all on pay per view, eh, Craig? Yeah. Um, it, it, um, what I need to do is I can get you my account, um, some night and you guys can see it. Yeah. Uh, and, and that way you can watch one night of it um, yeah. and not have to pay a ton of money for it. Um, but um, yeah, it's all pay-per-view. We pay for it because it's huge around my area. It, it's a big thing around us. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, uh, it's like a, I think it's a hundred and like 29 bucks for the entire year, but you get to watch 50 races, hundred races. Right, right. So, and, and we're racing every weekend. We're live on a pay-per-view type thing. It's a really cool deal. Um, it's made a huge deal. Started with COVID. We started racing um, when we couldn't have fans. So they said, "Oh, well, we can live stream this. This is easy." Well, then it turned into just, "Oh, now we can make a bunch of money at this." <laughs> of course. And of course. and it turned into kind of a pain for a lot of people because it's taken our attendance down. But it's helped me with sponsors on my end because now my reach is a lot farther. Of course. And, and, and so there's a catch twenty two, double edged sword. How you want to look at it, but. Um, yeah, if you're ever, if you're a race fan, you want to get at me and you want to watch it, just shoot me a message. Um, you know, I can give you my account because I don't use it on race days because they do do a deal like your Netflix deal that you can't, if I'm logged into it here, you can't be somewhere else and logged into right. it. Um, but, um, I know also there's a lot of the guys though, they'll, they'll give out a promo code for like one race, um, type deals where you can kind of sample it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, you know, and we, I tell you, when we put the, uh, Punisher logo on the front, we had a lot of questions of what was that? What is that? You know, because of, you know, a lot of our predominant, all of our sponsors that are on our car are 90% waterfowl, you know, with real geese and the shadows and a few yeah. other ones, you know, and we added that one and, and there was a couple of them standing at the front of the, you know, front of the trailer and they seen that and there they are on their phones on the podcast on their phones, you know, so That's it was kind of wicked. cool to be able to see that. And, and, <laughs> You know, they you came back to me and said, yeah, we listened to this show. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that one. So it was it's cool. Um, it's a good time. My family goes. We enjoy it. It's been something we've done for uh, 22 years now. Oh, wow. I know Dave and I were talking to you about a month ago and mm -hmm. uh, and you had just finished up a race. And you said I think you came in like I'm going to say you came in like sixth or seventh. 
but you said okay. I raced against the best in the world and you were you were stoked about about that finish. Like it's gotta be a pretty cool feeling. Like when you say you're racing against the best in the world and, and you're competing, because if you're finishing sixth and seventh, like you're you're right there. Um yeah. Um, and what I mean by the best in the world, it is the best in the world. Um, the great thing about it is, is, um, the guys that like myself, we don't do it for a living. I just do it uh, like everybody else with hunting. You do it because you enjoy it, not because you're doing it to make money. Um, you know, but with me, um, you know, I'm somewhat semi-retired. I enjoy my kids. I enjoy the, the real geese part of it, enjoy working. Um, and stuff of that age. So I don't get to do it a lot. And those guys, when they fill out their tax stuff at the end of the season, it's professional race car driver and it's professional. I'm going to work on your race car driver. Like, so these guys, you know, they'll, they get two or three, you know, they get monthly paycheck or weekly paychecks. They get percentage of what they win. You know, they run a hundred times a year. And for me, you know, it'd be like trying to go and have somebody semi part time come in and try to print. You know, it's just not it's very Mm -hmm. difficult. You can do it. So when we get those guys coming around our area um, to race it's and we compete with them at their level, it's huge because one, the money's really good. Um, But, you know, to say that, hey, I can compete with the best in the world and I'm a somewhat part time you know, says a lot about our team, a lot about the guys I have around me. Um, and we enjoy it. So. Love it. Robin's racing. That's all I know. Yeah. You're not. First or last. Uh, how many, how many fucking Ricky Bobby quotes are thrown around the racetrack on a daily basis? It must get old at some point. It, well, the Ricky Bobby one isn't as much. It's the days of thunder. thunder. Bullshit that we do it. Yeah. That movie gets yeah. thrown around all the time because in that movie, they actually, um, talk about, um, Tom Cruise actually says something about a series in that movie that still exists that I race with consistently. Um, who is, it's actually owned by Tony Stewart, who I've, yeah. you know, I talked to guy, right? Yeah. And he's a, and he's a huge hunter, loves <laughs> hunting, um, you know, and, and it's, um, but he owns that, but you know, so that movie gets referenced a lot and it does get old. Um, but you just kind of, everybody just gets used to it. And when I wake actually, up in the morning, I piss excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen days of thunder, man. I don't That's remember. Yeah, it is, Cole but I don't remember. Cole, Cole, right? Was Cole Trickle. Cole, Cole, Cole Trickle. Trickle. The mellow yeah. yellow car. Fuck, look at you guys go. Man, I'm on like, I saw the new Top Gun, so I'm on like a Tom Cruise revisited tour now. So I, gotta go I haven't seen that. it. Do you recommend well, the, the uh, new map? Yes. Hi, highly recommend. My, I, I want to be a pilot. One of my, yeah. one of my, yeah, exactly. One of my favorite sequels of any series by far. Really? I will say it is in my top five movies ever. Yeah. Really? Yes. Really, really well, well done. Oh, I got to go see it uh, now. I might actually there, have to leave the house. There's a, there, <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene where motor, where uh, Tom Cruise like brings his, brings the girl back to the house to drop her off yeah. after a date kind of thing. And the girl like walks into the house and leaves the door open, you know, as an invitation to Tom Cruise himself. And there was a little kid in the crowd and he goes, 
Why would she leave the door open? Oh, <laughs> it was just <laughs> just disgusted. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it was almost like, oh my god, bugs are gonna get in. You know, like it was awesome. Yeah, well, something's born on a in, fucking rack, buds yeah. or what? Yeah, yeah, something's getting in. And his name's Tom. <laughs> yeah, and it ain't a bug. Tom yeah. Dick here. Yeah. Oh shit! It was. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. You got to go watch it. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, I, I got to make some time for it. Um, bags, new bags this year, correct? Ooh. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, we got all these decoys to put over here. First world problems, Craig. So this will be kind of of a hard little sell here, but I do have one of the early prototypes of it. Um, oh, that's a nice you know, call. And, uh, it's a I like that. <laughs> does, that, does that one say Dave on it? It does say Dave on it, right on the <laughs> underside, right here. Yeah, see? Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we changed the color of it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, changed a few things that we we really liked. Made it bigger. Uh, it's two inches bigger in every direction. Um, you know, it has um, these metal clips. So, we, you know, none of that plastic stuff. Um, like I, that. I didn't like that. Yeah, plastic um, sucks more. Here, um, nice little rubber handle to grip a hold nice. of, hold it on the sides. Um, everything is double stitched. Um, you know, I wasn't a part of having, you know, everything is cross stitched, double stitched, um, all on down the sides. It stands up on its own, so I can actually turn this down like this, and it does stand up on its own. Nice. Um, the other thing that I really like that spent a long time looking for um is these these clips if you watch goes oh, on that was that was good that was so good it, it's magnet <laughs> um so it'll roll right through it you just Can we get a slow motion on that yeah you get, make sure you do that on the clips but oh um, yeah but as yeah. you look at it i mean i'm i'm pulling as hard as i can you can't pull it apart but as soon as you need it apart just click it oh, um God. That's you know crazy. what? All I could think oh. of when when Craig was saying I'm pulling as hard as I can is remember that remember on Napoleon Dynamite when uh, when the uncle was selling the Tupperware and he yeah. goes to that couple's house and he says it's virtually indestructible and the missus gives it to her husband and he's like he's trying to tear it and it just a look of disgust on his face and he's just like how many decoys is that? Um, you can fit easily six dozen, um, and you nice. can see when we when we throw ours in, it the wires just stick up just above it, um, and then we've padded this part of it as well. So as Perfect. you put it down on it, everything closes in, um, you know, the way it's supposed to, um, and it should make it easier to carry, um, you know, and go there. Now I've I've put um, you know a lot of weight in these things. Um, I've actually took five dozen of the Maglite Pro 2s, um, which are a lot heavier. Um, they, they create more of an issue when you're putting them in a bag of like this. Um, actually uh, hung them from the forks of a forklift and drove them around all day at work, bouncing it up and down, making sure that the stitching happens. Um, and they are, these bags are 100% made in the United States. Um, took me a long time to find it. Um, I don't have to import them. They sit on the port um, for months on end. I have them readily available going to it. I won't release them as of yet. Um, mm -hmm. I need to make a few minor things that I don't like. 
Um, we're going to add um, a little bit more padding on the lid. Um, that way, when it does close, the stakes themselves will actually go into foam or some something soft. Yeah. We're still working on that um, because that becomes a problem when you start stacking a bunch of these and you get a taller decoy. That small stake will start piercing, and we don't want that. So we're trying to trying to make it work with a little bit of a foam, but the foams that we're finding um, are, are not right. And the foams that we want are very difficult to look to get. Um, the automotive industry is destroying the foam industry because they're taking it all. Um, so trying to get it is, is very difficult. So um, I'm still working on it, but I mean, I have uh, 25 of them already made and 25 of them have hit the field. Um, okay. So they will be tested. They were actually tested at the end of last year. So uh, we've heard nothing but good things on it. Having the magnet clips um, is something that I really wanted. Um, that was a, when I went down to the place, it's actually, I just found a place uh, about two or three hours south of me. When I walked in there, I said, this is a non-negotiable. I need these clips. And they, they had them, had access to them and it was perfect. So, um, awesome. you know, we picked the color out, they double stitched a, a sample while I was there, they made it. Um, and it's really, it takes you back cause it's in about a, a late 1900s building, uh, wooden floor, uh, all awesome. these sewing machines. Um, and it's really cool. And it, but it's, um, very modernized, um, all the, the, the sewing machines. And I'm like, man, these aren't just your ones that you sit at your, you know, you see at your grandma's house and you're pumping it with your feet and it's going up and down. And these things are digitized and it, it's crazy. So it's really cool to be able to um, know that we're going to produce this bag. We're still going to have the other bag as an option for an economy version. Mm -hmm. um, this one will cost more. Um, you know, it will be that a hundred dollar mark, uh, $105 mark. Um, but I think it's going to be what we label as our pro series bag. Um, now, it's the best of the best. You can buy a better bag. So now you, you mentioned the fact that it, it's American made and, and stuff. And, and this is something that, um, the, I believe, and, and I think the boys will all agree with me here because we've talked about it before. So when it's all American made, anything coming into Canada, there's no duty uh, that goes on to that, right? Because, because, uh, well, I'll call it NAFTA, but it's not called NAFTA anymore. Whatever fucking, whatever, uh, Trump and, and, uh, and Trudeau and, and the Mexican fucking president came up with, I, I don't know what it's called, but so uh, what I'm getting at is, is the fact that this is another product that's made in America. Uh, you know, you're not paying, for duties because it's it's created overseas or anything like this and and i've said it on this show before nylon in north america is completely different than nylon that's made overseas um so you're getting a much more superior bag when you're getting it made right here i'll i'll say north america but in the usa right you're getting a better made better material better made and, and that's the nice thing is, is we, you know, there's a, so many hoops you have to jump through um, to be able to be labeled as 100% made in America. Anybody mm -hmm. can put it on any of their products, but when it starts going overseas or going, not overseas, when it starts going north and going south, yeah, then they start, Canada starting to, okay, so where's your certificates? Where's this? Where's that? And then you got to provide that. And that's very expensive. Mm -hmm. um, and I spend a lot of money on lawyer fees and a lot of that to be able to make sure that that's done. But we hang our hat on that. 
Um, it's something that I'm very proud of. I'm a proud American that will do everything I can to make everything here. Um, I want my jobs. I want my product. I want everything made Love here. It. I don't, I don't want to send mm. it overseas. I don't want to get my materials from this place. I don't, I just don't want to, I don't believe in it. We have, you know, we have the best way of making a lot of things and we just have to get back to where we started 100%. Uh, probably five, six decades ago. Yeah. Um, and, and get back to re- square one. Um, but we, you know, the administration that we got now and, and things of that nature, it's going to take us a long time. But um, I, I am proud to say that, you know, if you look at our prices compared to 2021, there's not much change. Um, and it's something that Real Geese is doing because of we don't want to pass the buck because we understand that it, the budgets are tight. We understand that, you know, a lot of husbands are going to be like going to their wives. Hey, I need to go spend another $90 on some decoys. And, you know, sometimes it's not there, you know, so what we want to do is be able to provide that and not raise the rates as much as we can. Um, And and we can only absorb that for so long, but we are currently still doing that. Um, And it's still something that we, we take pride on by trying to find a better way of going on it without cutting costs. We don't want to cut corners to where, okay, now we're going to put less plastic into the material. That's not how you do it you find a better resource of uh, boxes. I mean, boxes right now in the United States is a nightmare. The paper product to get boxes, it, it, you can't get it. Remember, uh, Dave, when we were talking about the Punisher pack and I was like, and I'm and I'm so horny to get this thing out the door, right? And make the announcement and we're talking to Craig and Craig's like, well, we need to source cardboard. And I'm like, are you kidding me? There's a shortage on cardboard and there was a fucking shortage on cardboard. Like, could you fucking imagine? It, it, it's it's stupid to realize the stuff that has become of a shortage. And, it, and it's paper products. It's glue. It, it It's just stuff that you wouldn't imagine is limited. And you can't get it. Like foam. Who would have thought foam was shortage? And, you know, there's a company that's just down the road from me about an hour. Uh, they make the foam that goes in the Chevy Corvettes in the seats. Okay. They can't make them. They don't have the foam. So these seats are just sitting there and they can't put them in the Corvettes. So people are waiting two years to get a Corvette. And then with this green, with this green deal, these electric trucks that are coming out, they're stealing these, this foam to go in the electric trucks because they're being told that these are more important over the, you know, and what's right. sad is, is the $119,000 electric truck costs more than a $100,000 sports car. Mm-hmm. In fairness, Craig, how many silhouettes can you jam in a Corvette? Not very many. Who gives a shit? <laughs> hey, I bet you could know? jam a lot of fucking real geese silhouettes but in there. You could bet jam you... a lot in there, but I'd be pissed that you're jamming up stuff in a $100,000 sports car. In fairness, challenge accepted. Can't see I've ever seen one of those humping across a cut cornfield to lay out some. I've got a picture of my buddy that I, that was the reason that I started uh, when him and I got back into Petawawa and I started Punisher Waterfowl. He had a 78 Stingray and he was part of all these Corvette fucking groups. Cal Schrader, you met Cal, Ryan. Um, Yeah, I know Cal, yeah. Yeah, so Cal Schrader. And uh, we come back from a goose hunt. And he just went to the garage and he put the geese on that. You know, the, you know, the old Corvettes had the luggage rack 
on, yep. the, on the back. So he lined all the geese on the, and he was like, you should have seen the looks I got coming out of the field today. And he, and he posted it on all these Corvette fucking forums. Oh, they People went fucking rolling. ballistic. So it was all these Southern California. Uh, it was, it was nuts, man. It was nuts. And it was hilarious. And if you, you have to know yeah. Cal Schrader and know that he's a shit disturber. Uh, he's the, the original troll. <laughs> he is the original troll. Anyways, tangent. Why am I thinking of Craig like going down to this Corvette foam factory saying, hey, I'm Craig Mintz. Um, I'm looking for some foam for our uh, bags for the decoys. Uh, what do you got? And, like just using the Corvette foam seat foam. Like, oh, those I bags. that shit. That shit would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. And it's crazy to realize some of the stuff that we're doing, like those those magnetic hooks. Um, I found those from a company that they're basically a mount, mountain climbing company. So they make mountain climbing gear. And that's what it's, it's, it was on their bags to secure it. It's because if you're climbing up, you don't want to reach back and try to do this stupid ass, you know, clip. Yeah. They wanted a way that you can instantly turn it in. And, and they made it. And I called them. I said, well, I need about 2000 of those things. And they're like, all right, no problem. So I bought them off of them and, and got them sent to me. Um, you know, there was, we made some other magnetic bag, you know, the other, um, bags we have, have a different magnetic yeah. deal to them. Um, and of course I outsourced those to, to a different country and I didn't like that. So, you know, when we got down to it, I made sure that everything that with that bag, when I walked into that bag manufacturer, I said, I want everything made here. I don't care if it's made in Hawaii, but it needs to be made here. Yeah. No. And, and I love it. And I think, I think. Uh, without uh, and i don't want to sound like a fucking asshole here but i think our generation and the generation before us i think they appreciate the fact that it's being made in 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 the states um something that you can you know is not going to fail you and and i don't want and i don't mean that as though every product out there that that's made overseas is going to fail and and that's not what i'm getting at but there is something to be said about being made in the U.S., being made in North America. It just there's something to be said about it, and and I personally much rather uh, pay and and get get something that's that's made right here because I just it I don't know it it makes me feel better. It warms the cockles of my heart. To oh, me too, I, quality. Until well, I, and I, I think that a lot of times that we're winning, you know, that next generation that's coming up that is. I, and it's no disrespect to anybody that is in that age group, but they're what I, what I call is almost the throwaway replaceable generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. You know, they, they are at the point, and it's different than these electric cars. That's the thing. When they're done, you throw them away. You don't replace yeah. them because the replacement value is more than what the car, and it's a throwaway generation. So they it's don't. It's like a Dodge you know, Caravan. Yeah. Yeah, and in lack of better terms, I mean, how many of those, you know, the younger generation could fix this stuff? How many of them can run an old lathe? How many of them can run a surface grinder, uh, you know, or anything to fix these kind of things on those things? And most of them are, I'll just jump on Amazon and buy new ones. And, you know, but we, what we've done is, is we put the USA label um, made in America there. But what we've done and worked so hard for that I'm proud of is being able to have a price point on our economy versions that is right next to the imported ones. Mm-hmm. So now if they're sitting there and they realize, man, I could buy a United States product for almost the same price. And we're talking only a couple bucks or I can get these. 
I, you know, I, I, at some point, I think we're winning them back and we're winning them over. It's just not at the mass quantities that we would hoped. Um, I still get the, the questions and I'll get a lot of guys come in and, and they'll be like, well, you know, you're copying so-and-so. Well, no, not really, but you're not old enough to realize that we came out with that <laughs> 30 years ago. Yeah. yeah. You Before know, you're, you were born. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're, I had a conversation with a gentleman. He called me and he was wanting to buy our shadow series. And he spoke about our, our, uh, our, our wires and I great conversation, great kid. Um, and he's like, well, you know, when they came out with these wires, you know, you guys came out with your shadows and, and copied them. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm like, no, I said, well, back in 1987, 88, roughly into the 90, early 90s, we had an ultralight um, of our econo versions, which was a corrugated white snow decoy mm-hmm. uh, that we printed a pink patch on and we and we printed a, you know, some black for feathers. And we got that and he's like, no way. And I'm like, just Google it. Go look at when the first ones we made. <clears throat> and they were like, he was in shell shock because this was a decade before he was born. Wow. I, I think with the cost of uh, energy and fuel across the, across the globe right now, like I think people are looking to count their pennies to make sure they get stretched out as far as they go. And I think a product that is built in North America is going to stand the test of time with more quality. And I think that's advantageous to you and your company at this, at this kind of juncture where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Well, and you're also going to get the backing of someone local that you can talk to about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like well, if I that, have a problem- that's gotta be Craig. Uh, sorry, Dave, uh, to cut you off, but that's gotta be a, a huge comfort for you that when you've got an issue now, you can drive down the road and talk to someone face to face as as opposed to being you know 12 hours in difference in time zone um to talk to harry because um every time that i spoke to somebody overseas everybody had harry rob jake john and and michael as their name um but and you know the name was that long yeah like 18 consonants and only one vowel in there. So yeah. Um, and a house and, a, and, a, and, and, and all kinds of labels in it and stuff. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, that's the great thing. Like, like I love about real geese is when you call us, you're either going to speak to Brandy or going to speak to me, uh, yeah. Tina as well. Now um, one of us three should be able to take care of you. And we are at the, the position that I love because with a hundred percent in portion, you know, we, we do everything in, in, you know, obviously in the States, but if you look at every real geese decoy, there's a date manufacturing code on it. That date manufacturing code. If you call us and say, Hey, you know, I have the ink falling off of this one. Okay. Give me the date manufacturing code. I look it up one. I replace it a hundred percent free, no shipping, none of that BS stuff, none of that stuff. But the other thing I can do is I can go back Yep, right there. There it is. Um, it actually says that was produced 11 of 21, I'm guessing. Yep. Yep. And, <clears throat> so it was produced in November of 2021. Um, but I go back to that run. I can know what printer ran it, what ink batch was used, what material batch it was used, how it was die cut, and we also know exactly who packaged it. So if you get a bird, if you get a dozen birds and you only get 11 of them, but you don't, and you got 12 steaks, or you're forgetting a bird, or vice versa. 
I can go back to that exact order and tell you who packaged it out. And then I go to them and say, you missed one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously it's not a fireball offense, but we're like, you can't do that anymore. That's a pattern. Uh, but we well, have well, here's, eight- the, here's, here's the That's best one. <laughs> I, I, I ordered those shit ton of shadows a couple of years, two years ago, and I got an extra steak. Mm-hmm. So that was like a bonus. Yeah, don't report that. That's not my mouth shut, so, so no one will get fired. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But so we, we have some goofy stuff like that happen. And, and then, you know, we also try to put a pose number on each one of them because a lot of guys will be like, well, I'm missing a pose. Well, tell me what pose. It's one through six. If you're missing five, I'll send you five. Yeah. You know, and most of the time we try to do, okay, it's going to cost us the money to unpackage it, to find a five, to send it up there. We just send you a dozen anyway. You know, because of one, it was a pain in the ass. You opened it up. You didn't get what you paid for. We understand that. But like if you have a problem like Dave with that 1121, I can go back to the manufacturer of the ink and find out if there was a problem. They can reference their things of, you know what? We didn't put enough silicone in it or we didn't put enough this. It's a problem. So I can always narrow down what it is. And it traces back to when we do our pro two runs, um, which I should have some videos up on our real geese decoys uh, webpage. And not too long from now, um, we're going to do an uh, about 500 to a thousand dozen run of pro two. Um, but we run it in house in our laminator, how we take the material and, and take the cloth and glue it to the sheet. Well, you know, nobody's ever seen that, but I would like people to see it. But that day we wrote, we write down exactly who was the operator, what batch number of glue it was, you know, what batch number of material it was, what batch number of the cloth it was, because if we find out which one failed, we can call that company and say, what happened? You know, why did this fail? How do we fix it? And how do we not let it happen in the beginning? And most of the time they're under warranty because they're, United States product. They want to stand by their product and say, Hey, we'll send you a roll of material to replace that one. Let's fix it. Go to the next one. And then we save money that way, which then allows us to go back to the consumer where if you do that overseas, when you're trying to, you know, talk to Robert over in, in, in China or wherever, you're not going to get that. No, absolutely. You're almost at the point, Craig, where it's like, it's almost each decoy has a serial number. Like you, you were almost at that point. So like, it, it's amazing that you can go back and like legit track, like that decoy was printed on this date at this time with this machine by this person. And the batches of materials used for that particular decoy came from this company from, you know, this lot and so forth. And, you know, it's amazing that you put that much time and effort into the backtracking of all your materials and, you know, manufacturing and stuff to like, produce that superior product and and we we have to because we actually had um one and i can say share the story now but um our, one of our first couple batches of shadow materials the clear that we put on is a special clear you cannot get it um it is a specially blended um clear coat that we basically own the patent on to be able to get the dullness on the materials that we do provide when we first made it, we we ran a t- trial run of it and didn't have a problem. Well, we didn't try that near water. Some water has different calciums in it. That calcium did not like this so-and-so clear coat. What mm. that did is it turned it cloudy. And it actually made the decoys all white. And we were into a problem to where we were getting people calling us and they would be done, get done hunting 
and package your decoys up. No big deal. It would rain and they would put them in a bag and they'd go get in the next time and they were all white. And so I'd have them send me some back. I would send them some. They said, oh, these are much better. Never a problem. And I dissected it, took the ink samples off, sent them into labs, trying to figure it out. And we narrowed it down to when they were rained on or where they were used near a river part that had a lot of high calcium or, or high acidic in the rain, it created problems. So we had to change a formula based wow. off of that. And it starts turning into technical terms where you start, you know, I have a, a, a friend of mine who now works sort of for us that's a chemist. Um, that is able to be able to blend stuff the way I need it to be blended to be able to get what I need, you know, the dullness, but we need it to adhere, you know, so it, it creates, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, once you get into the decoy manufacturing business, it's a giant black hole of never ending things that you have to think of that you don't think of. Um, at, at the end of the day, I think if you, if you just keep an eye on the flux capacitor, um, I try every day. Yeah. yeah. Have you that, seen that? that uh, the, the Cadillac converter. <laughs> somebody stole that a month ago. <laughs> Have you seen that ultimate black paint? Have you ever yeah. seen that stuff? So Man. I, I actually own um, an ounce of that. I knew it. Yes. I knew it. <laughs> because I thought that that was, um, I'm like, you know what? That might work. And then I started thinking about it, that nobody's going to spend that amount of money. But I have a, a, a really good friend that is pretty high up at a paint manufacturer um, that was able to secure me a little bit of that. Uh, I'll never let it go because it's really cool. Um, but I have I also, no idea what you guys are talking about. I'm currently so, Googling this. When you're done, Google the darkest black paint. Well, so there's two different versions now, right? Yes. There's the 2.0 and the 3.0. Okay. Right? And yeah. what it is, it's, it's actually pure black. But when they, there's a guy that painted, it was either his motorbike or his car in this his paint. Car. It was his car. And you look at a picture of it and you're like, that is not real. That's Photoshopped. But it's legit. It looks that black. Like it, it looks, looks like. It's yeah. crazy to realize you could sustain a black of that. And, but the cost yeah. of that one um, ounce that I have is astronomical. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one. Yeah. See, it looks fake. Wow. It's black. That's, that's, paint. that's painted. Yeah. That that is next level block. Yeah, and it's and next appears level block. To be, it appears to be a lancer. Now that that I, was the original Shadow series. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only flaw. Yeah. Yeah. Was paying two thousand dollars for a dozen. Yeah. 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 That's wow. just for the paint. Hey, two thousand dollars for a dozen's in line with what I think uh, in Canada we're going to be paying for uh, a dozen of full bodies this year. So well, uh, if, uh, if the United States dollar keeps crashing, you're gonna <clears throat> buddy. So even more reason to get into the silhouette game, ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. um, more, more and, and bag for your buck. And that's something that I have seen, you know, what over the past four or five years, that swing, yeah, you know, yeah. it was a swing earlier. We went from silhouettes to full bodies, full bodies were the coolest things, you know, you, you gotta have full bodies. Yeah. And then now we're, back the opposite way mm -hmm. you know and it's like this roller coaster of you know well, of, of rides and from it doesn't make sense because i don't i, I get the advantages of a silhouette because obviously i'm in it but you know i own dsds i mean i'm not i, I own them i mean i, I use them yeah. you know so i i'm not saying that they're they're the greatest things in the world but i i this 
you know, I get people calling me and they're like, yeah, we don't own a silhouette, but we want to buy a hundred dozen. What? Like, okay, you know, take the money. Did yeah. You? And I, I'm not, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But it's, it's just the amount of people that have called me that I've talked to on the phone that have never owned a silhouette ever. And well, now they're buying. Well, Craig, if, if you remember back to, to when we had Sean Stahl on this, on this mm-hmm. show uh, ages ago and Sean, you know, I'll, I'll use the word Sean reintroduced the panel blind to tangle free, which was how everybody was hunting, um, you know, 20 years ago, everybody was hunting behind a panel blind and then someone created the coffin blind and the layout blind. And then everyone was like, Oh, this is, this is the tits. We got to do this. Now everybody's gone back to the panel blind again. And, and I just seen Righam rate, just, just Righam rate just announced uh, and they didn't actually, they didn't even change the name. They were like, it's a panel blind. Like they didn't, they, <laughs> like they didn't, like there is absolutely nothing different from, from what Tangle Free has done. And, and I'm, I'm not slagging any business. Oh, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? But like, the, because everything's come back full circle. And I remember Sean Stahl talking about it. He was like, man, we were hunting out of panel blinds when I was, when I was 17, 18 years old. And then we switched to the to, to, to coffin blinds and now we're back to panel blinds and it's only a matter of time and we'll be back to coffin blinds again unless yeah. somebody figures out how we can hover up up 30 feet and, and shoot birds out of the air. But yeah. um, everything has its time and place by, by any means. And like and and like I'm a huge fan of the silhouettes and as everyone knows, I've got a whole pile of Craig's. Everybody, and, everybody knows this. Yeah. Well, our millions, millions of listeners. But in my opinion now, like like the only real place that, you know, where full bodies have the huge advantage over silhouettes is on an ice shelf. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, that's the only advantage. But even then, if I'm hunting any sort of like open water slash ice shelf, I've got two dozen um, sleeper shells. Those well, are going I'm, on the I'm ice. I'm going to tell you, I, got, I had a conversation. A, Sorry, Philly. Keep going, buddy. I, 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 got, I, got a hand, I got a handful of goose floaters and two dozen sleeper shells those are going to go on set ice shelf and that's going to be the end of my spread mm-hmm. otherwise anything where i'm hunting ground is my I, I, I got like 16 dozen silhouettes or whatever it's whole shit ton from craig and that's what i run and they are amazing and if there's no jigsaw puzzle of trying to jam all this shit into the back of my truck like when i had when i had full bodies years ago it's three bags full of decoys I rifle them in and then that's it. The way I go. Dave, when you're doing your kayak hunting and, and I'm only asking because I've never actually seen a picture of you do this, but if you're hunting geese on, like, have you taken the, the, the real geese silhouettes on the kayak? And, and the reason why I'm asking is because I had a conversation with a fellow that hunts out of the Midwest the other day and he said he hunts mainly full bodies except if he's on water and if he's on water hunting he will 100 percent have silhouettes in the shoreline and he says that they the geese absolutely love silhouettes on the shoreline when he's hunting water my head hurts listening to that yeah, that's what he told me. He and if said, it works, yeah, 
He said, if, if he's got, if he's got a shoreline, a beach or, or, or something somewhere where he can set up and he can put silhouettes, um, you know, on the in beach the or on the, sh- on the sand close to the water. He said, it is ridiculous how quick those geese will eat that up. Ridiculous. They'll, at the very least, I found, um, if you have just a small spread in there, yeah, um, like where I kind of mainly hunt with my kayaks, yeah. there's just a small sandbar. And if you put even a dozen, half a dozen in there, the geese may not land, but they'll definitely give you a look and look, see what, right. what's going on. And they'll, when they give you a look, they're close enough that you can shoot them. Heck but then you got to, then you got to put them in the kayak and haul them back and then you got to eat them. So <laughs> these I just, are first world problems. Yeah. So I just well, shoot ducks. <laughs> well, you could just do what, what Mark, what Mark and Ryan used to do is just fucking grind every one of them up and just wait yeah. until the end of the season, and just make a copious amount of sausage. Yeah, yeah one one part pork and, and a little bit of bacon goes a long way. <laughs> Sounds really good. Uh, it 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 what it is pretty good. It's it's pretty awesome, boys. We're at we're at an hour, um, and I know we could keep going because I wanted to touch in on the Cleveland Browns trading away Baker Mayfield. I wanted to touch on the Montreal Canadiens not picking Taylor Wright as the first Who's overall. They, pick? they picked that Finn. Yeah, not duck related. No one cares. That's perfect. We don't need another center. It's good. Well, and and I think he's the better player too. But the I problem do. is, is that Shane Wright dropped down to number four and got picked up Ooh. by Seattle. So, um, anyways, hockey, Canada, go, go, go Colorado. Another episode. <laughs> Another episode. Bandwagoner. Well, I don't know. Philly's always been a Colorado since, guy since the Nords, bro. Since the Nords. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Take it back. Take it back. Yeah, as you were. As you were, but now, <laughs> meanwhile, he can't tell you a fucking player on the team. But actually, you know what? Stand like, Joe Sack, Joe one Sack, second, great player. Oh, Stand yeah. <laughs> Ray Bork. I was there when Ray Bork lifted the cup. Yeah, Sanders Oslinch, great guy. Sanders Oslinch. I remember when he made the All Star team one year, and I was like, I have no idea who this guy is because he was playing in in San Jose at the time, and I was like, I have no idea who this dude is. Oh, you I, got Adam Fortwig. I was just wow. about to bring up the Adam foot and one of my, one of my buddies growing up was convinced that the big foot that was on the shoulders of the yeah. jerseys was because of Adam foot. He was Adam, Adam's dad, Adam's dad and my dad used to work together. Really? Oh, cool. I've known Very Adam cool. before he got drafted by the Nords. His dad and him and his dad used to come to my house all the time. And Adam foot got oh. drafted by the Nordiques. So he was drafted before they flopped, used, flopped used, over to Colorado. Used to, okay. used to play, Adam used to play for the Sioux Greyhounds. Yeah. Yeah. And he got picked up in the 88 89 draft for the, for the Nords. Okay, cool. cool. I didn't know yeah. Adam, I didn't cool. know he got picked. I didn't know he was drafted. So he pretty much spent his entire career with that organization. With, with the exception of the couple of years at uh, yeah. Columbus. Yeah. Does he duck hunt? No, sorry, boys. No. That, that's and a tangent. Um, anyways, anyways, I, I, I digress. I do, I do have one. Okay. I gotta say my my one hockey story is is obviously I'm a I'm a Detroit Red Wings fan. Yeah. Gordy Hop. Yeah. His son is a doctor that's around here. Okay. 
So it's, it's kind of like our, I mean, if you're a Red Wings fan and you don't know who Gordie Howe is, you should probably not be a Red Wings fan. 100%. Uh, you be a hockey fan. You know, mm. Yeah, you're not a hockey fan, but it's pretty no. cool because every now and then, like, my wife works at the hospital and they'll come across to him. And, and, and it's kind of like the one day I had that story, she goes, because I would take her up to the Joe and I actually got to take her up to Little Caesars. And she's like, man, I had this guy come in the other day. He was a doctor. His last name was Howe. Said his dad played hockey. And I was like, pardon? <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, just it's uh, we got to go the opposite direction. So every now and then we get those. But it is that's kind of my one hockey story. I'm a, I'm more of a football football guy. Yeah, um, that's kind of the American thing. Um, but I live so close to, you know, hockey town. I live right next to Columbus. So mm-hmm. I'm between right two of them, be, you know, of two decent hockey teams back in their prime. You know, obviously yeah. Columbus is new. So um, so. Uh, this is going to be my last hockey thing that yep. I got to talk about. So I read this the other day. So Mike Illich, um, who passed away a couple of years ago, the owner of the Detroit Red Wings. So I read this the other day. So Rosa Parks, the, I, I don't know how Rosa Parks, um, how they decided that they were going to kick her out of the house that she was living in, um, in Detroit or, or wherever the fuck it was. I, I don't know the whole the whole backstory but anyways mike illich found out that rosa parks was was fucking homeless and that dude for like 30 years paid her rent and her groceries and everything he had a trust fund set up for rosa parks and he paid her rent groceries bills from the day that he found out until the day that she passed away that's fucking amazing yeah i don't i wouldn't have known that story I, I just read it the other day. Um, yeah, it was yeah, like the last it. 10 years of her life. It Was, it, was it the last thing. 10 years? Yeah. Yeah, it was a big thing on TikTok. Because he, okay. he, he owned the... Um, well, he owned Little, Little Caesars. Little right? Caesars. Yeah, yeah so they, yeah. Don't, they don't talk about him as the Red Wings guy, but they talk about him as the Little Caesars pizza guy. And yeah. Did that, yeah. It's yeah, it. that was... Well, anyways. Everything in Detroit is Little Caesars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we've gone over our six, uh, over our 60 minutes. Um, we'll wrap little, this up. Yeah. Little Caesars is great blind snack though. Right. Like you call the pizza guy, he brings you pizza. It's fucking delicious. That's where my daughter works now. My daughter works little Caesars. Hey, when I come to hunt with you, mm. we're getting oh, yeah. delivery pizza in the blind. Yeah. That's going to be Crazy the official sponsor of a uh, duck opener 2022. Deep dish bacon wrap. Let's go. Yeah. Mm. Full send. Mm. All right. Okay, I'm getting hungry now. I'm getting hungry. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we'll wrap this right up. Um, but Craig, we'll give you the last words. We'll go around the table. Um, Philly to you, buddy. Uh, Craig, once again, it's an absolute pleasure and an honor to have you on. And just uh, it's just great to hear how passionate you are about you know your products and speak up, Philly, it. a bit. Speak up a I've, bit. Buddy. I've got the ear ear. Fucking yeah, but you're, you're on, you're on Here. like fucking. Well, well the last time I did this, I got, I got yelled at. No, you're it's turning into an episode of Golden Girls pretty quick. Fuck. <laughs> Craigie, again, great to have you on, dude. It's great to see how passionate you are about your products and how they're made in the U.S. And, you know, even though like we're all Canadian here, I'd 100% much rather. Su- fucking lost in your bug. I'd much rather support made in the U.S. than anywhere else. And, uh, I'm definitely going to need some more decoys this fall. Just saying. So. <laughs> just I'll, saying. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just send yeah. you the visa and you just have that. <laughs> That's a good deal. Ryan. Craig, awesome to catch up with you, man. Um, 
Did you I can't check wait out, to oh, run. Sorry, sorry, Ryan, I got to cut you off. Oh. Greg, did you notice oh, the Can background? you speak up, Ryan? No. Did you notice the background? I did. That's impressive. <laughs> I mean, I know that's a TV over a mantle, so I'm just hoping it's not his living room and his wife's going to be pissed. She's always pissed. Don't worry. It's okay. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us something we don't know. <laughs> that's right. Where was I? Once upon a time. Um, yo, man, um, awesome to uh, kiss up with you again. Um, and I can't wait to run some of your product this fall. And I love the fact that you guys have a great product and you're always striving to make it better, um, which I think is the most important thing in, in your company. And aside from being made in the USA, but uh, I, I wish you guys all the success. And I think you guys are going to have a big year with the way the world's going. So good, best of luck to you, man. David. Greg, buddy, I can't say enough good things about you and how much we appreciate you. And uh, yeah, it's great. And I can't wait to do more and, and see where we go from here. You know, um, I'd also like to say to everybody that reached out after my accident, love you all. Thanks for reaching out. But yeah, good. Greg, to you, buddy. No, I, and, and, and uh, you know, the reason, you know, it kind of goes back to Phil and his, you know, that his, that that's why I love the show is it's just like that. That's the way it's supposed to be. And, and, and I enjoy that part of it. And I hope everybody that listens and, and whether they're watching it on YouTube or they want, you know, listen on their podcast, because there's many times that I'll get home or I'll get it to work and, you know, I'll play it on YouTube, but I'll play it on my phone and I'll throw it on my earbuds, you know, and I'll be able to listen to it. And then if there's something funny going on, I look at it, you know, but like, that's a day of my just walking around, enjoying the time and listening and, and, you the, the conversations that you have. And, and just even there's times that I pick up on things you know, as a, as a business guy and, and somebody may say something, you know, whether it's Coates or any of those guys that'll say something that I'm like, man, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. And, and, but I appreciate you guys as much as you guys do, you know, you do, you do, you, you don't do anything that is not you guys. And that's what I want. And, and it's what I'm, I want to be a part of and want to help out on. And I know that, um, I know that I'm going to get to Canada to see you guys at some point. Um, I know it's already sort of in the works yep. um, and, and I'm, uh, when I, and I can tell you when I show up, I'm going to be bringing, um, not like a Santa Claus sleigh, but I'm going to have a lot of stuff. So, um, <laughs> you know, I'll make sure that, you know, we go that route. And, and again, if you're, you know, in the States or you're in Canada and you call, you know, realgeese.com and you heard us on this game, let me know that. Um, you know, and, and there'll be some kind of special deal that I make sure that is involved in that. Um, because like I said, I, I've wanted to be a part of this show since day one, since I started and you guys allowed that, um, and anything you guys need when it comes down that, all you got to do is make the phone call, send me the text. Um, we'll get going that route, but I will kind of leave it with this. Make sure you get online on either our website, which I believe it is active now or, uh, Canadian water followers telling me you want the Punisher pack, um, get that to your doorstep. Um, throw it on Instagram where all the other TikTok, talk, tick, Snapchats, all that other crap that I don't belong on. Um, but, uh, get it on there, you know, push it, you know, hashtag punisher pack, uh, just something fun just to show that you're using it. Um, you know, and maybe we'll get something, we'll send some free merch out, uh, which, you know, we just ordered a whole bunch of it. Uh, we'll have some pretty cool stuff coming. That's awesome. Um, it's funny that you said that. So I just got a message from Pat. It just come in. So mid next week, his order will be in. So just, just message me as you were talking right there. Craig, first uh, come, first serve. First come, yeah, first serve. 100%.
100%. Um, Craig, buddy, just like Dave said, you, you have no idea how much we appreciate you. Everything that you've done, you believe in us. And, and what people will never, I, there's no way to, to, to do it other than just say it in words, but no one will ever understand how quick you are to support us. When Dave and I message you and we say, hey, we got this idea. How about this? And you're like, yeah, I'm in. We're in. Just let me know. Um, shoot me a message in a couple of days and, and let me know. And, and we are working on something to get you up here in Canada. I'm going to promise you it's going to be special. Um, and it's way too early for us to talk about it yet. But I'm going to tell you, it is going to be fucking amazing. So um, you're definitely going to want to be. Everybody's going to want to be a part of that. And Craig, um, you are a big part of it, and you're a big part of our success right now. And uh, and we can never ever thank you enough. Honest, honest no to God. Ladies and gentlemen, this was episode 103 of the Union Zero Four Thirty. We are as advertised. Just a bunch of dudes that love one another's company, and we just love talking about bird hunting and surrounding ourselves with good people. Until next time, big love. Chat with you soon.